0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to path Find the path, path podcast. actual play of the Hell's Rebels adventure path,
1: where it's time to fight a cleric. oh yeah. The bad kind.
2: Supposedly. Then again, we thought that the last time we fought an Asmodean, and he turned out to be a fighter. I,
1: that's true. We did think that the last time, and then we got duped. I am but that's optimistic okay. that we will finally stick it to the man.
3: We were told a cleric would be here. Yeah, I mean, yes. we were told at least one priest and ten other people. We were
1: promised a cleric. Rick would never steer
2: us wrong. I'm not saying he's not a cleric. I'm just saying technically the last time we assumed, we ended up finding out the hard way it was incorrect.
3: And you know what happens when you assume.
2: Someone does. The wordplay doesn't work when Rick swings it.
1: I was
3: going (laughs) to say. That's why I didn't continue it.
0: (laughs) Make a donkey out of me and you.
4: Uh
0: (laughs) When last we had left our heroes, the Silver Ravens, had continued their exploration of Hokum's Phantasmagorium. The, uh, the grand attraction long left abandoned in the red roof district of the city of Kentargo. Also, unbeknownst to anyone else in the city, and until recently pretty much unbeknownst to anyone living, the secret headquarters of the Sacred Order of Archivists, a Ioran priesthood dedicated to preserving history and knowledge. Indeed. You had made your way to said Phantasmagorium. Pretty much a a museum slash exhibition slash wax gallery slash maybe historical, although everything seems Mm. to have been uh,
2: pretty sketch.
3: I think it's safe to say that it is historical adjacent. Well, there's one section,
5: but it's all missing now.
2: The one section on the murderer, too, was probably fairly accurate overall, except, Mm. you know, kind of played up some for the audience. (laughs) Played up some and in bad taste.
3: It reminded me of the, the wax museum from the Penny Dreadful show.
2: Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. It made me think of how um like exhibits like that happen places. The sheer number when Rachel and I were in London, the sheer number of Jack the Ripper tours. We didn't go were in on London. We didn't go on a single one. one. either.
3: And i was so <laughs> sad.
0: Actually, I think there I think under a bridge somewhere in London. It was under a London, bridge, yeah. yeah because we were was, in Whitechapel. There was White a Chapel. wax exhibit there too that we didn't go to when we were in Whitechapel. Huh. So
6: serial killers are fascinating. Yeah. Still,
0: I feel like in bad taste but i guess um, there's a difference between going
6: years. on a tour and seeing where the murders happened and a very grotesque wax gallery showing yeah. yeah
1: nobody wants to see the like you know accurate recreation of how horrible this murder was i wouldn't say nobody but I was, I mean, well, I was say, i'm pretty okay. sure there are people i was gonna say as soon as i said that i said there's gonna be somebody
6: the general public does not want to see that
0: no. I'm not going to encourage anyone to Google it, but I'm sure there's like a Jack the Ripper wedding venue or something in London. I oh, don't doubt so it.
3: Um, I yeah, guarantee n- That's it. in bad taste.
0: That's
1: bad. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about bad taste.
0: Talking about bad taste, you have then <laughs> continued to make your way through the uh, the wax exhibit. At, uh, well, after fighting a pair of Arcadian mermaids, of which you are able to identify mm-hmm. as actually being undead monstrosities known as Ningyo. It's the curious thing about this place where those were mislabeled Arcadian mermaids, despite the fact that they were rather interesting creatures themselves, much like yeah. the mastodon skull mislabeled as being a cyclops skull, mm-hmm. because apparently just having a mastodon skull is not cool enough. <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently, gotta kick it up to eleven.
0: Although, for all you know, the gnome just critically failed on his check to uh, his nature check and actually identified it <laughs> as a cyclops skull because I mean, that happens in second edition.
3: Yeah, it is possible. Mm, that's yeah. true. It could be just that that's what happened with this whole place, that it was intended to be more historically accurate, <laughs> and he just rolled for crap.
2: He was just very I,
1: bad I at like all he was, a, he was a learned scholar, and everybody assumed mm. he knew what he was talking about, and he just rolled nothing but nat ones that it day. It would be
6: even more funny if at one point it was historically accurate, and people didn't like it, so he changed it to all the shenanigans, and then it got yes. popular. Oh,
4: yeah, that, that would have been
1: funnier, great. yeah. People don't want the truth. They want to be entertained.
0: Are you not entertained? You... <laughs> Then, pressing forward, had been ambushed by one shy of a half dozen zombies, five in total, shambled out of the darkness at you. At which point a fight had ensued. You had uh, honestly kind of wiped the floor with the zombies. Really yeah. they didn't put much of, a, uh, much of a fight up. I don't think
2: we got through two full rounds against the actual zombies. You did not,
0: actually. I think Cesare was rather effective with his, uh, with his little lightning arcs and everyone else kind of jumped little. in and got some good damage in there. Well, they're cantrips. They're still. I mean,
2: technically speaking, compared to your other spells, they're little. Yeah. It's basically baby's first lightning bolt.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I dare someone in game to say that to Cesare. No, it'll be Adria. It's anybody.
3: Oh, my God. (laughs) It
4: does have
5: a lot of lightning.
6: I'm a
0: rogue. I got
2: a good reflex save. Let's do this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. When Raven taught you that spell, that was the phrase Raven used. Oh, my God. (laughs) However, as you had dropped the last of the zombies, one, Vittoria had made an uncomfortable observation pertaining mm. towards two of these zombified forms. And yeah. two, you had heard an uncomfortable chanting a prayer, if you will, to the the prince of lies himself, the dark god Asmodeus. Yeah, but this, mm. this
6: scrub is saying it in like common. Why isn't he speaking infernal like you're supposed to? It's it faster does. this way.
0: Because Rick can't
1: speak infernal. It's just And also heck we would not have heard throat. it
5: and understood it. Well, I mean, the characters might have, but we
3: the players I mean, have not would not. I would have. I, I
2: actually would have. You and Rachel as well, Sandage but... would
3: have? No, uh, yes. I'm saying my character That's what would've. I'm saying. I think the I characters studied have. infernal
2: all of my life.
3: <laughs> I took Latin
5: in high school, that's the same thing, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, movies and TV would have me believe that. Uh, yeah. So, let's go ahead and and start things back up, shall we? Let's queue
0: up a, a little bit of Sirenscape here. Sirenscape Redacted.
3: (laughs) Redacted!
0: (laughs) redacted. That was great.
3: That was pretty good. That was was very
0: good. I like that a lot. When last we'd left off, you had, however, finished this fight, standing as you are now in the Hall of Historical Truths. As truthful as you wish it to be. Lucia, you wrench your blade back free from the zombie as it topples to the ground. Hear this sound from the next room over as you flick your blade. You have one action remaining.
1: Huh. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go uh, basically to the ne- the doorway to the next room or right. area. I don't know if room is the proper term. It is exactly 25 feet for me to get in there. Oh, hi. There's people in here.
0: Rushing forward. <laughs>
3: Awkward. Oh, no.
0: Ahead of Lu- you, Lucia, you see Yikes. a chamber. The According to the large banner over the doorway that reads Emporium Arcanum.
6: Oh, oh underneath it well, in smaller means-
0: letters and gift shop.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I the it. gift shop is always by the exit. <laughs> if, if Doctor Who is talking. Oh my anything. gosh,
1: that's what the side door is, is the exit. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I not put that it together?
0: Oh my God. I just now it did, did because I was like, now.
3: Doctor Who, yeah, this gift shop is always <laughs>
4: by the exit.
0: Yep, gift shop by the exit. This room's shelves and displays seem more akin to those that one would find in a storefront than in a museum. While the shelves are relatively empty, what rubbish remains on them further supports the conclusion that this was once some sort of shop. Four large display cases occupy the center of the room and seem to have seen, you know, well, basically recent use as far as having been opened. All their contents removed from them. The tables around the outside of the room have been swept clean from what you can see from the doorway here. And in their place now are stacks of cluttered paper and papers and objects.
6: And Sharpies.
0: Mostly whiteout and Sharpies. (laughs) Yep. And a few like little uh, um, Zippos laying about just for the things that you just have to burn. (laughs) Not just some oil lanterns scattered about the room. It's actually the first room that you come into that has been well lit.
1: Well, I suppose Lucia will clock the uh, the two people
0: off to her left. Yep. You see two figures off towards the side. Uh, one a man, one a woman, both of them Shalaxian, probably in their mid to late 20s. Each of them wear simple black robes, covering them entirely from shoulder all the way down to ankle. They're also wearing black gloves and from what you can see, simple black slippers. Hanging about each of their... Yes, slippers.
1: (laughs) You want to be comfortable
0: while you're redacting history. Each Mm -hmm. of them from around their neck, the only ornamentation that you see them wearing around their high-collared necks is a small, unholy symbol of Asmodeus. They let out a shout as they see you. One of them, the man continues his prayers as the other ones begin to uh, either rush forward or ready themselves.
1: Well, Lucia will turn over
0: her shoulder and go, we got company and end her turn. That brings us to Vittoria Scordato.
3: Okay. Um, <laughs> great. Did What exactly did you say? Did you say there's just more people or did you say where the people are?
0: Was not able to point out. Just yell, we have company.
3: All right. So uh, Vittoria is going to sheath my sword, draw my sap and move into the Emporium.
0: All right. That brings us to Adria Scylla.
5: Alright, so Adria's going to move to be
3: behind
5: Vittoria, where she can see all these people.
0: Very well. You rush your mm. way forward into the room.
5: Yeah, everything's pretty far. Ah, that's a real big problem for me. Uh, instead, uh, Adria's going to pop herself up a tree Okay. that we can hide behind if needed, and I'm just going <laughs> to toss that tree. It doesn't block movement or anything, so I'm just going to toss that tree kind of 30 feet, exactly 30 feet, kind of ahead and over a little bit closer to the bad guys, just so that our front line, as they run in there, can hide behind it if they need to.
0: Okay. So Adria rushes forward into the center room, chants in tone, extends out a, uh, a hand. A little tree breaks up through the... Uh, well, technically sprouts out of the stone there. It's tiny little roots trying to scrabble onto the ground. Yeah. That brings us to Redactors. At very least, the first one. He will cease his prayers, clench his fist around the book that he's holding, and will... So we'll rush into the center of the stacks. Oh, well, hello. Turns, there. hefts, and hurls the book directly at <laughs> Lucia.
5: Yes, huh. I love it.
1: Okay. i to go ahead saying. and roll that ranged
0: book attack as <laughs> the Jessica book sells end over end. The heavy tone with a 20 flying towards Lucia's head. <laughs>
1: that is exactly my AC. That is super rude.
0: <laughs> oh my <God>. the, <laughs> All right. The iron bound edge of the uh, the spine of this clipping Lucia directly in the side of her head.
1: <laughs> I'm not even she mad. That was a out, good
0: throw. Throws.
5: If they'd missed, would you have caught the book? That would've been really fun. That
1: would've been funny, but I'm not Lucia
0: among. takes Lucia taking three points of non-lethal damage as the book slams into your head and sends you stumbling back.
5: What kind of move
1: is that?
0: The redactor yells, at them! Back over his <laughs> shoulder before we'll take his last action to pull another book off of the <laughs> shelf behind <them. laughs> And heft the tome in preparation. He's <laughs> this to reminds me of it. the uh, the first edition. What was it?
1: The cleric that could use like an ironbound book.
5: Oh, I do love that. As a melee that. weapon. There was an Inquisitor build called it was like the Ironbound Inquisitor or
1: something. Or was it? Maybe it was the Inquisitor. But I remember thinking that would be a hilarious build. Mm. The next one rushes forward. Oh, they're forming a nice orderly line to throw books at me. And yeah, we'll go ahead and throw her
0: book as it sails across the distance. Minus four range penalty. 16.
1: Oh, that, that's a miss. Hey, Lucia was ready for that one.
0: All right. You right? Reel back. Honestly, got, we're hit that first time out of sheer surprise more right? than anything else <laughs> before the second one closes, hurls a book before reaching back and retrieving an additional tome, sweeping it off the
2: table from behind her. Niccolo Ita I mean, Ross the Librarian doesn't appreciate them treating books this so poorly. Is, this, is, this is heresy <laughs> on the highest order.
3: I mean, people do say books are some of the most dangerous weapons in the world. Just usually the knowledge inside, not necessarily the physical book.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize it was a D4 of damage. <laughs> I like
3: it. I'm here for it. It's kind of hilarious. Mm-hmm.
0: That brings us to Niklo. As you turn back, see Lucia get hit in the head with the book. As these uh, unarmed, unarmored redactors are suddenly hurling everything at hand at all of you. As uh, Lucia rushes forward, gets hit in the head, Vittoria springs out, pulls her sap, and Adria springs forward and just kind of like gestures a hand off
2: towards somewhere you can't see. Yeah, there's. she, she said there's a tree. So are they tree?
4: not
3: armed then? Is that why they're throwing books at us? You don't see us?
2: them carrying weapons or anything. But they're
3: really good at throwing books.
5: I think that that's literally their weapon. It's or their
2: monks. Much of a weapon. Um. <laughs> I, yeah, I know. <laughs> books are mostly prized for you know the knowledge therein. they're in. The, people don't talk about books being literal weapons most of the time (laughs) except for the book of armaments
1: also because books come in a variety of shapes and sizes it's hard to
2: calibrate to throw
5: that d4 is like a dagger damage I mean they're hurling those dang
2: books yeah a dagger of non-lethal damage (laughs) non-lethal dagger (laughs) I don't know I'm feeling conflicted at the moment but it doesn't matter too much because I have to take two strides to even get in the room so get in there oh yep there's a lot of them Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you rush your way forward Dark I can only Lucia. see two.
5: <laughs> I can only see one at this point.
2: Oh dear. Alright. Are you really sure this is worth your life? Nicola roars at the one in front of him, and I'm gonna go on ahead and try to demoralize. You are trespassing.
4: Really? Where's your deed?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like that we're just gonna be like, we own this place. I mean, really
3: Theoretically. You,
2: this is okay. Um, well, at the very least, I've already declared my actions, so. Yeah. Do, do, do.
3: I feel like Vittoria would have almost asked to bring the deed just because the lawful part of her brain is like, I could use this. I nah, uh, don't sure.
2: care. I rolled a 17 for a 24 versus this redactors will DC. <laughs> what? Ooh, 24, you say. Mm-hmm. Will DC, you say. Uh, that is uh-huh. a success. It is not a critical success. Very well, but they are still frightened one. All right. Do you see what's going on around here? Is that an unlawful shirt? trespass?
3: I mean, they
6: are lawful. Could I pull that off?
2: <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so.
6: Because then they're going to want to know where you got it and how you have it. And then they're going to find out about don't need to Rex's. know that. I don't have to give
3: them that information.
5: If you want that's, them to believe you.
3: Yes, that's the first thing they're going to ask you. Again, though, I don't have to answer them. It's not then their business. They don't have to
6: believe that it's real.
3: You yeah. know, well, it, it's probably got a seal on it and everything.
0: That will bring Your us. Your name's to, not
6: on it. Are you a Victor Cora or not? A, yeah, are you? Uh, one that's of the true.
5: Victor-Cora? I don't know what name they put it under. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not us. <laughs> it's our friend, technically.
0: That brings yeah. us to the third one, Shoot. who kind of wants to run around, but has no idea what that tree does.
5: <laughs> I've scared them with so, my tree.
0: So, <laughs> well, instead, Dart. Will dart between the the central two of the the northern two of the central bookcases, the central four, run up alongside Niccolo, heft, and swing a tome at his head. Okay. Fourteen. <laughs> uh, no.
1: I kind of feel books. bad for these guys. I think we do want to non lethal them. I don't feel bad sad. for people
5: who make a living by destroying knowledge. Yeah, in favor I don't, of a don't demon. feel
1: it's bad for sad. people that
6: perpetuate the Church of Asmodeus. Heather
5: and I are strongly aligned.
3: This yeah, is rare. I, I, we should all again, savor it. Still doesn't equate murder.
6: To Adria, it does. Good enough. But as far as Chesray is concerned, they work for the church. They're dead.
3: Yeah, I don't think working for a church should automatically be a death sentence, even if it is a church asbidaeus. That's just kind of effed up.
0: The and yeah. redactor then looks towards Nicolo. You should flee before the <laughs> Tatari show up. Will a 10 beat your will, DC? No. <laughs> You are.
2: You are unfazed by the intimidation attempt. I raise an eyebrow at him. Do you really think I'm that concerned about the Tatari? You should be. Okay.
5: <laughs> Doing a lot of like okay.
2: Alright, whatever you say, bud. I, I like I don't know. Anyway. It just it feels like I'm like picking on puppies for a second here. Hmm. They're like barking at me. and I'm just like, all right, buddy, whatever you got, it's cool. The fourth one,
0: try to rush past. I don't believe Nicolo has attack of opportunity. No, nothing like all that. Right. So rushes past to Nicolo's other side and will strike out at the
2: rogue, swinging Hooray. out with a book. That is a 19. A 19 does not hit me. Yep. It clangs off my armor. As the uh,
0: the book slams off of your chest plate, she curses having not realized that up until this point she was carrying a soft
2: cover.
5: Oh,
2: <laughs> rookie mistake! <laughs> rookie Aww. mistake! You gotta go! You gotta go for the religious texts. Those are the meaty ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right. You think of that Bloom. movie
4: be
5: saved? Where she throws the Bible, she's like,
6: you
4: just oh, throw yeah. the Bible?" Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh
6: my god! Oh. 15 feet, so I'm standing in front of Lucia next to Vittoria. Cesare is going to lightning arc the, front, the two in front of Niccolo.
0: Okay. There's technically three. Uh, side yeah, by side, yeah, I don't so. think he can see the the I one to Niccolo's two. right. So Cesare chins and tones. I believe they need, they need to, to make, make some a
6: reflex save DC uh, 19.
0: One off towards the left. How's Ooh, else? Gets a 23. And then the other one gets a 23 as they both dive to the side
6: Yep. so I do 8 damage so I guess they each take 4
0: yep they will each take half from that as there is an arc of electricity they scream in pain stumbling away. Baby's first lightning bolt indeed. It's a good one (laughs) so Cheseray rushes forward extends a hand a fork of lightning streams between the two of them bringing us to the unseen redactor (laughs) I see them
6: I see. So that I think all of you I see, see that
0: one now because uh, there's light in here. This one will rush at Cesare. Hmm. Rushes at Cesare and hefts her book and swings. Aha. 21 to hit the wizard.
6: Uh, that'll hit me. Yeah,
0: that would Very hit well. me. They're surprisingly effective with these books. That would be three points of non-lethal damage as the book slams into the side of you.
6: Chesare looks at her with a look of pure, unadulterated hatred.
0: You should go. This place is legally under the purview of the Church of Asmodeus. In
1: classic legal cur fluffle, there's probably some obscure rule they wrote that they can take any property.
5: It's been abandoned. Uh, I don't for think X a 13 will be
2: Chesare's will, do you say? Yeah, I highly doubt you were level one and had a no. zero wisdom. No. And no. no. I think wizards are at think? least experts, too. That brings us to Lucia Serini.
1: All right. Lucia is going to move in front of Cesare to square off with uh, the one that just uh, tried to attack Cesare.
6: Very well. They do not she have. with a book. Oh,
1: yes, that's true. <laughs> Attacks opportunity. Um, and did, but uh, and then she'll power attack. All right. Rolling a 13 for a 24 to strike this redactor.
0: A 24 will strike your target as you spin. She brings up the uh, the book to attempt to parry this. Well,
1: trying to find out how many hit points they have. I do six points of damage.
0: She stumbles back with the hit, still standing as the blade slices through the corner of the book and still skewers into her shoulder as she screams in pain.
1: All right. Well, that's the end of my turn.
3: Vittoria Scordato. She will run around uh, the redactor that hit Cesare with a book. And uh, let's see. That's one move. Springs
0: into the flank with Lucia.
3: So I'm going to attempt to devise a stratagem. Devising. Devising. 13's not bad. Okay.
0: Lucky number 13.
3: So that would be a 20 to hit them.
0: A 20 will strike your flank target.
3: So 10 points of non-lethal.
0: Hey, nice. You spin, leap to the floor, slam her in the back of the head as she crumples like a sack of potatoes, the book spilling from her hand as she hits the floor. (laughs) Unconscious, since you are using sap. Yep. Adria, Sila.
5: Uh, Adria is going to take a little move around some of these bookshelves to see something, maybe. Oh, I got to do that. So I'm going to tiptoe my way around over here. Okay. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of folk.
2: You slink your way forward. Yeah, there's a, there's a conga line of red actors near me. So you're like, oh, I see. Looks like Nicolo
0: was basically uh, 300ing the, the pass between the books here. <laughs> Woo. Mm, um, wow. His chest glistening in the sun.
5: So essentially she'll round the corner. Uh, spreads her hand out and summons just a wave of misty feral sharks <laughs> to attack
2: what?
5: everything in front of me essentially attacking these these three redactors they can give me a fortitude save
0: all I can think of is that webcomic uh, which is just like ghost sharks you have to watch out for ghost sharks the entire ocean. It's like the entire world was covered in ocean once and the ghost sharks remember.
2: Anyway. Actually, you know what? That's a fair point. Uh, so yes. how are you making
1: ghost sharks?
5: This is a spell called Feral Shades. It's a it's supposed to be a pack of predatory animals, but
0: Okay, yeah. Sharks are predatory. So I get a 17.
5: Yeah. it is 17 like a number of the day.
0: A 20.
5: Alright, so we have a fail and a pass.
0: And a 13.
5: And a So two fails and a pass, the pass will take half damage because it's a basic save. Okay. It does 2d4 slashing and 2d4 negative, so eight points of damage as my sharks bite them, I suppose. Nice.
2: All right. I have seen everything now. A wave of
0: ectoplasmic energy flies out from your hands, slicing across them as they scream and writhe in pain. Uh, I believe that's the end of your turn.
5: That's the end of my turn.
0: That brings us to the frightened redactor. He looks uh, nervously about, but dives to the fore against Niccolo. Oh, gosh. Yep. Striking out with his book. Ooh, a <laughs> 23 to hit the room. <laughs> Spicy. So yeah, that'll They're hit. They're
1: so good with these books. This is crazy.
0: Striking Nicolo for a solid <laughs> six points of damage as Ow. he just. What as is this? like, What was this ghost thing? Looks over before this book just comes down and slams him with enough force that, like, the book temporarily gets stuck on one of your horns before he <laughs> wrenches it free.
2: I'm going to feel that tomorrow.
5: You okay, honey? How you feeling? I'm just
1: imagining you're doing, you uh, have, like, the cartoon stars going around you from that hit.
2: A <laughs> small lump is already starting to go, like, whoo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it Adrian's hurt. Like, should I, mean, I heal I'm, him? Are you okay? I should be okay, but it did okay. hurt. He will then fall back.
5: Yeah, I think I'm gonna,
0: if Falling nobody back else 10 is doing feet. it, I think I'm gonna go block that exit. Uh, along the way, he'll go ahead and turn and hurl the book at Nicolo back over his <laughs> shoulder as he runs.
5: Sidus, I love it. I love them.
2: Yeah. Uh, that's only an eight. <laughs> an eight will not succeed. It does. The book goes fail whistling if it past Nicolo. <laughs> critically paper fails. Cut. They
5: get a paper cut on the critical fail.
0: Yep.
2: Ow! It's mildly
0: annoying. As he stumbles, flees, no longer frightened after that point. Bringing us. They may to... be frightened for
2: other reasons, but they no longer have the condition.
0: Yep, the fifth of the Asmodean redactors.
5: Oh, he exists. Hey, bud.
0: Who darts around the corner into a flank against Adria?
1: They're flanking you with books.
5: I have to tell you I didn't go to school? I don't. I'm not really that good at books.
0: She's the uh, she's the one liner person. She jumps out and screams, "Prepare to hit the books!" and then swings. Oh,
3: dang it! it.
2: <laughs> no. As a librarian, I should use that one at some to- at some point. <laughs> Like in (laughs) real life. Dives into the flank, lashing out with a 15, though, which I don't think
0: will hit you even flat-footed. That does not hit,
4: Adria.
0: All right. Hmm. We'll go ahead and try that attack a second time. 17? All right, Uh flat-footed, so you still managed to duck and dodge between these two.
5: Really? This is not how you're supposed to treat those things, I think.
0: That brings us to the uh, the somewhat battered rogue after taking that non-lethal
2: hit over the head. (laughs) Nicolo will... Oh, I'm probably gonna regret this. Nicola will step. Oh no! Punch Steps the into one the flank. in between um, Adrian himself hey. with his free we'll- hand. Nikola leaps flanking. to the forward. We are we are flanking. Lashes out with a flank. I roll a 15 for a 23 versus their flat-footed AC. Nice. With a
0: critical sneak attack as you spring <laughs> forward and just kind of like karate chop slam into the back of this person. Ow. Oh sweet! My lord! Sweet as but his for
2: um twenty two points of fist sneak attack. Yeah, oh, wow. wow! They're dead, ow. right?
5: Oh, I mean, like, ow!
2: No,
1: not not in second edition. It they're was not they're technically just non-lethal,
2: so Nicola will keep going at this point, and we'll actually right. just take a mo- a stride as he heads for the door.
4: Smart.
0: <laughs> so springs forward, knocks a dude out cold, and then just keeps <laughs> running
2: down between the
4: uh, the
0: bookcases.
2: <laughs>
4: circling
0: nice.
2: wide just like alright I've got your back Adria
5: Boom. <laughs> ah, great uh, yeah we don't need them running away and you know causing trouble
0: on it that brings us to the third redactor who just saw their buddy go down how fanatical are you you're really fanatical mm, well they must pay the these people really well <sighs> yeah we'll go ahead and step up okay Oh my god, really? On top of the uh, <laughs> the fallen form of her comrade before... Well, uh, nuts. ...rushing forward, hefting a uh, an ancient tome and swinging it at Adria.
5: Like, really, I think these books are not supposed to... Ow, oh, Jesus! Ooh,
0: um, 24 to hit the flanked druid.
5: I mean, yeah, that hits me, obviously. I didn't raise my buckler or nothing.
0: Still a solid six points of non-lethal damage oh, as hell. you're just kind of like, oh, Nicolò took care of that one, turned back towards this other one before someone rushes over and slams you over the back of the head with the encyclopedia of Tal'Doria.
5: Oh, ain't you got any of them little puppy books kids use to hit people with keys?
0: No, we've already redacted those.
5: Oh, man. Why? <laughs> Too much friendliness in there.
0: That dog was unnaturally large and red.
5: <laughs> and then uh, goes
0: ahead and attacks a second time <laughs> with an 11.
5: That will not hit. All right. Adria dodges out of the way of that one.
0: A figure strides out from behind the bookcases on the far side Uh-oh. of the room. The man in question stomps forward, takes one look around. <sighs> I suppose I must do everything myself. The man is tall, like about 6'3 tall, with Ooh. bright red hair and a bright red beard and goatee.
5: Okay, themed, themed.
0: The man's entirely encased in this suit of half-plate Emblazoned with the unholy symbol of Asmodeus. Uh oh. Okay. Hefting in one hand a mace, the head of which glows with a red light. Uh oh. I love
4: that.
0: Hefting in the other hand, a second, smaller, spikier mace.
4: Oh, <laughs> Okay, no. I do love that. That's pretty exciting. That's, That's
0: unusual. <laughs> That's a problem.
5: Okay, my tree is there, Victoria. Don't forget, it'll it'll take some damage <laughs> for ya. 10
2: points, it's Probably it. about two. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: yeah, probably.
2: He hefts
0: and swings with his blazing weapon straight at Vittoria. Of course. That's
5: going to really hurt.
0: That is a perfect mm-hmm. 20 <laughs> to hit Vittoria, which I believe is Uh-oh. an automatic hit and critical.
5: Okay, the tree yep. branch intercedes and is going to take 10 of this.
0: Striking Vittoria for a solid 16 points of damage.
5: So the tree okay. takes 10 and then disappears.
0: So yeah, swings for the tree starts to intercede before the mace just rips through, deals ten points of damage to the tree before slamming into Vittoria.
2: Mm-hmm. You know what? <coughs> worth it. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> that was
0: definitely worth it. Oh, uh, is yes. the tree still standing or?
5: No, it's, it disappears when it's out of hit points.
0: Now that that mostly negated that critical. So, yeah, I mean yes. that was
1: that was well spent.
5: I'm gonna start heightening it because I think it's a really great spell.
0: The man takes a look about as he slams Vittoria. Now would be the part where you should probably surrender.
3: We're the ones who are here legally.
0: Oh, I would love to discuss that. Throw down your weapons and we'll have a conversation.
3: You just hit me. No.
0: Well, guess you're standing over an unconscious comrade of mine. Can uh, I that cast an Arrow
3: now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bring us to the, uh, the top of the initiative here. That guy's unconscious. Cesare Nightbloom.
1: Get him.
6: All right. Chesare casts Acid Arrow. Chesare rolls a 14, which gets him a 23.
0: A 23 will strike your target. As you turn, chant in tone, gesture out with a hand, a blast of acid streaks across the distance.
6: He does 16 points of acid damage. Dang! Dang. I think it persists. Does it have persistent? Yes. On a hit, you do 3d8 points of acid damage plus persistent acid 1d6.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Nice.
6: Yeah, Ray lets out a primal scream filled with absolute rage and fury and launches a freaking acid arrow
5: at this guy's face. I can't see I can't see Cesare from where I am, <laughs> so I am slightly concerned.
0: The man stumbles back with a hit as the acid arrow slams into him. <sighs> that was not polite.
3: That's not even action for. remaining. No actually yeah, I do have an be action be polite. Remaining. Not, not to be comes to asthmatan. <laughs> it's true.
0: Raven leans down. Do not charge him. Do not charge him. Do not charge
5: him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he
1: will
5: kill us. Chesare probably R- is starting Raven's like to pulling take back a step on forward. the
0: reins
1: on the ears.
0: Mm, yep. <laughs> Raven digs one claw into his cloak and then grabs onto the edge of the, the door frame with the other claw. <laughs> and the Captain America theme starts playing. <laughs> yep. Um, Flexes her tiny little kitten muscles.
6: Chesare will take his last action to draw his dagger.
0: All right. Dagger in hand. Lucia Sereni.
1: Okay, Um, new threat on the field. Uh, So Lucia moves up next to Vittoria to face off against Cleric, who is now boiling in acid. Okay. Uh, we didn't really have time to exchange names, so uh, no. she's just <laughs> going to power attack him to try to drop him immediately because he's scary. He hit real right. hard. I, too, hit hard. Hopefully I crit. <laughs> I didn't crit. <laughs> I roll a 14 no. for a 25.
0: A 25 will strike your target,
1: though. I'll take it. All right, power attack... That 10 points of damage to him
0: ouch a solid hit see rocks back under the impact bring us to vittoria scordato
3: well this guy's armed so she's gonna drop her sap draw her short sword and swing
1: hey it's lethal damage time in vittoria's world
3: yeah i'm not gonna attack the poor people that are (laughs) defending themselves with books but this guy hit me with a mace and it hurt he was bad that guy
1: oh no this guy is extra evil for sure
3: But uh, Vittoria did just get hit real hard. I rolled a two for a nine. So I don't think that's going to do anything. I couldn't devise a stratagem this time.
0: So you choose not to go with your stratagem?
3: I won't succeed. So shoot. Okay, so then Vittoria, uh, analyzing the situation, realizing that she's not going to be able to get a hit in from her current angle, is going to instead run around our redheaded friend and move into the flank with Lucia.
0: Okay. So Vittoria springs to the side, flanking the foe. Bring us to Adria Sela.
5: Okay, I don't you're love <laughs> being here flanked by these, you know, bozos. Uh, eh, You know, my buddy, he's got good ideas. Uh I'm going to cast electric arc on these two that are next to me. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, I like that you save. just duck and point your fingers in either direction.
5: <laughs> it's like a little rainbow of electricity.
2: Rainbow of electricity. I've never heard it described as such, but you're not wrong.
5: Yeah. I mean, yeah, if it,
1: if it arcs a certain way, it's going to look like a rainbow.
5: Yeah. So, reflex save from a flanky, friends.
0: All right. 22 from one. Yeah, that's... And a natural passes. one from the other.
3: <laughs> but that one doesn't.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, hey,
4: that'll do it. Nice. Right.
1: Well, maybe well, at least one of them is taking double damage. So, so that is a nice. critical I lost failure. My
5: head. Uh, I lost my head. I lost my
3: head. Lost. I mean, you uh, lost your head a long time ago.
5: That's fair. All oh, right. <laughs> Exciting. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to roll regular damage, and we'll have one that takes half and one that takes double. Um, so, nine... So one will take half of nine, which is four, and one will take eighteen.
2: Ooh. I think that one's gonna be crispy. That yeah, that eighteen sounds like extra. I hope dumb. so because
5: I have an action left and I'd like to move.
2: So the blast shoots between
0: the two of them as you blast a hole through the chest of both of these two as they oh, fall God. down oh. dead.
5: Nice. All right. Uh is gonna take a dainty step like uh, over the two corpses stacked in front of her. Excuse me, pardon me. <laughs> the pile
0: of redactors. I'll point out that one of them's just unconscious.
5: <laughs> well, we don't have time to deal with them right now. And turn the corner so she can see what's happening over here and that will be her turn. So essentially, I'm just going to kind of swoop around so I can see this redheaded guy and like most of my friends. Uh, and I'm going to shout, Nico, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Why'd right. you use his name? <laughs> None of these people also are going to be point. alive by the end of this. Exactly. Um, I... I like think we just actively have an argument about if they're dying in front of them while we
1: fight.
0: Uh,
5: I mean, yeah. it's fun.
1: I mean, to be fair, at, the, at this juncture, it does look as if we're winning.
0: The other redactor steps forward and swings at Adria, bellowing "murderer!" and lashes out.
1: Everybody who casts magic can basically is basically a murderer anytime they use their offensive spells. A sixteen.
5: A sixteen. There is not a zero Adria. level
0: non lethal spell.
5: Yep, <laughs> who that? takes that. No.
0: <laughs> good people. A uh, sixteen will not strike your target. <laughs> Following that up with a three.
5: Yeah, no, that's not going to hit either.
2: All right. That brings us to Nicolo. Nicolo is currently behind a bookcase and has not been <laughs> able to do much, so... No one puts Nicolo <laughs> behind the bookcase. Uh, yep. Uh, I will keep striding. Oh, dear. There is no place to get into the flank there, is there? No, we're, we're occupying I mean, the only flank spots.
3: I'll eventually move if you'd like the spot.
2: <laughs> I would. For now, I have to stride. I guess I'll finish by stepping next to the priest. So I'll stride around the bookcase, step up next to the priest. I don't think it matters because I highly doubt he has any reactions that would apply, but you never know. I'll attempt an athletics check to trip him.
1: Nice! All right.
2: I roll an 11, which is a 21 versus his reflex DC. That will succeed as you leap forward, Ooh, sweep nice. out, and slam your
0: leg into the back of his calf as his leg falls out from under him. He slips and hits the ground. A whoosh of air sh- shoots out of his mouth. <laughs> I believe that's the end of your turn. How the mighty have fallen. Yes, that is my turn. The man releases both of his bases. Uh oh. <coughs> yield. I ah, yield. Mm.
6: God, that hurt. This isn't like first edition where I can make a sense motive check.
0: I oh yeah, it's perception.
6: Can I make a
5: perception?
0: It'll have to be on your turn. but Lies, on your turn, lies yeah. the domain.
5: That's a whole yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: He will, uh, basically as he hits the ground, yeah, holds his hands up and we'll go ahead and make that check for that persistent damage.
6: So does he take <laughs> the damage?
0: Yes.
5: And he'll take the damage regardless.
6: He takes five points of acid damage. Ow.
2: Ouch. He's also <laughs> still persistent acid. hmm <sighs> He hits
0: the ground, the acid begins to burn, he starts like pulling, trying to pull off his pauldron where the acid arrow hit, trying to shake his sleeve free. Mm. From there we go to Cesare Nightbloom.
6: Uh, Cesare will try to see if this guy is up to something.
0: Okay. So you wish to sense motive?
6: Yes. All right. What does Cesare think? Because that's going to dictate what he does next.
0: As Cesare narrows his eyes, Raven leaning over his shoulder also narrows her eyes. <laughs>
6: What do you think?
0: Hmm. What would your brother do?
6: All right. That one's surrendered. This one hasn't. I'm going to uh, take <laughs> a <Nice>. step
4: <laughs> he's like That one's
0: surrendered. The other one, like, you know, hears him yell this. It just screams
6: traitor to right.
0: the see top see of something her lungs.
6: <laughs> um,
0: There's something happening here.
6: How many of them are left? Do I know just the one?
0: Keep in mind that actually answering that question would be a point out.
6: Okay. But Cesare can see that one. All right. I'm not going to move. I'm going to use all three of my actions to cast magic missile on her.
0: You have two (laughs) actions.
6: Oh, yeah. Two actions. She takes five points of damage from a magic missile.
0: Ouch. Two purple shards streak from your fingertips, swerving unerringly around Adria before slicing into the other redactor who rocks back, although he is Hmm. still standing.
6: That's the end of Cesare's turn.
0: All right. Lucia Serini. The man is prone and unarmed. Yep. Lucia (laughs) looks to, uh,
1: well, seeing that there's still one person that's up, looks to Niccolo and Vittoria. Watch him. I got to go take care of something. And then (laughs) she goes running back in between, uh, you know, the bookcases between Adria. Excuse me, pardon me. Oh, sure, sure. Looks at the last one. Final chance to surrender.
0: You are rebel scum.
1: Okay. (laughs) And she power attacks. Uh, It's only an eight for a 19.
0: Hey, 19, we'll strike your unarmed, unarmored target.
1: Hey! The phrasing of that makes me think like I'm the bad guy. Ouch. Um, That is t- uh, 12 points of damage.
0: Your blade rams through his heart as he sputters up blood, mutters in Infernal, I'll see you in hell. Do I speak? And then slides off of your blade. Good news,
1: I don't speak that.
0: Good <laughs> news, everybody. neither.
6: <laughs> um... So I guess does What's-His-Name make
3: a check at the end of his turn? <laughs> well, we well, have is turns. That,
0: first off, is that the end of Lucia's <laughs> uh, turn? That is the end of Lucia's turn. <laughs> Very well. Vittoria Scordato.
5: Since motive him.
3: Yeah, I would You're probably
0: a lot better like. at it than I would, I would have been.
5: Because that's what Adria was going to spend her turn doing.
0: As Vittoria looks down over the man, he's just laying there, blasted straps, tugging at the straps holding his pauldron in place and keeping the asset on him.
3: Vittoria uses her sword to cut off the damaged pauldron.
0: You're just you're saying that you're trying to, like, aid him in, like, getting the acid off? Yes. Okay.
2: Yeah, that makes his next persistent check easier, basically. It won't actually... Yes, I believe
0: that brings it down to a 10, correct? Yes. Is that the end of your turn?
3: Yeah, that's what I'm going to do, so...
0: Adria Sela.
5: is gonna walk up to the guy and look down at him. So I'm also gonna make a secret perception check.
1: Everybody's okay. checking this guy out, because we don't believe that he is on the level...
5: Well, because he's not a fanatic. So if he's a cleric of Asmodeus, but he's not a fanatic, that's concerning to me in a lot of ways.
0: What would you like to do with your last action?
5: Mm, I want to kick away the big, scary, glowy mace.
0: Okay. You can kick it away. You can pick it up, feasibly, if you have a free hand.
5: Oh, yeah, sure. I'll pick it up.
0: Cool. Well. Simple weapon. You could probably use it. I mean, It probably. is a simple weapon. <laughs> it tingles with power.
5: Uh,
6: okay. Unholy
0: power. Is
2: that the end of your turn?
6: Yeah. I don't like this. I don't die either.
2: Niccolo. Niccolo shrugs. Well, regardless, he then reaches into his backpack with one action, uh, retrieving a rope. Okay. As well. What are we going to do with this guy?
0: Well, I still have to see if the guy's going to die from this persistent
2: damage.
1: Yeah, it, <laughs> oh, it may be a moot fair. point if he can't get the uh, flat check off.
2: Uh, are you going to attempt to restrain him? I mean, for now, at the very least, I'll unspool the rope and... Just start getting it ready. I mean, that's all I'm going to do. So once you aren't in
0: combat, if you can restrain him, you automatically succeed on restraining someone and their attempt to escape is your athletics DC. Or sorry, if you're tied up, it's your thievery DC. Oh, okay. So that ends Niccolo's turn. Uh, All right.
5: So he's going to take his D6 and then make his flat check.
0: That brings us to uh, Avidethi, who holds up a hand. This acid is killing me. I'm going to quickly heal myself.
6: No spellcasting.
0: I'm going to retrieve a potion from my pocket. He slides a hand down, pulls out a potion, uncorks the I mean, potion. I I literally
2: can't stop him None of you way. can technically do anything.
0: No, to yeah, stop like,
1: him.
5: this
4: is fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, I, if I was over there, that would have been a manipulate action. I could take attack of opportunity, but... Eh. Just
5: to slap him, like, stop it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but
0: he doesn't know what all of
1: your feats are or anything else like that. Little do we know, yeah. it's a potion of invisibility, and he's running for it.
5: That's very Again, possible. if it is,
2: there's literally nothing I can do about it. Yeah. The only reaction I have is shield block.
5: Me too.
0: Nice. So he'll drink his potion there. So go ahead and roll the damage. For- oh, Jesus. To That's roll not- the whole
5: spell. <laughs> I hit the wrong button.
0: Cesare, he turns around and acid arrow. <laughs>
6: acid <rolls again. laughs> and he takes well, five points take of
1: potion. damage. Ouch. Jeez. This acid is eating this guy up.
0: So, uh, Vittoria, you managed to slice free the uh, the pauldron. The, the acid continues to bubble its way through it as the man rolls free from that. Kind of lays on his side. Well, this was an unexpected turn of events. Assuming that none of you are going to act, I will end the combat encounter.
1: Uh, yeah, Lucia is going to go over to the the side door and like try to bar it or something, sure so they locked. can't just come, yeah, barging in on us. The door is locked. Oh, good. Is there a way to like extra super bar it
0: in case they I mean, have a could key? could try to drive drag one of the bookcases over and put it in front of it, but.
6: So how much time are you stalling for until your friend Nick's and the rest of the redactors get here and you can resume trying to murder us?
0: Real quick, is anyone else doing anything in the meantime? Scowling. I mean, I'm going to start actually tying him up. He just kind of sighs, extends his wrists. You surrendered. I did surrender. You're right. And right to do so, I so believe. I'm not stalling. And I assume by Nyx, you mean Nox.
3: Eh, whatever you call the devil.
0: And Nox certainly is not my friend.
3: Then what are you doing here?
0: I ask myself that often. After, you know, I suppose his hands are tied and then his ankles are tied and then his hands are tied to his ankles. He kind of wiggles his way back to put his back against the wall. I am for Azvernathi Raoul. All right. I'm going to assume you're not going to make introductions. No. Didn't plan on it. Hmm. Very well then. In answer to your question, wizard, I do not know what their response time would be. If I thought it would be fast, obviously I would not have surrendered. So... He gives a smile.
3: You work for them just as security, or what?
5: The the cleric of Asmodeus is just security. You think, okay, I mean, sure. (sighs) Cesare laughs. (laughs)
0: Unfortunately, your friend is exceptionally perceptive. Yes, I am security here.
5: But you worship Asmodeus, right? You get divine power from him?
0: Yes, I do, Serve the Prince of Lies.
5: Sure. So, I mean, okay. We can trust nothing this guy says.
0: Literally, Mm. the Prince of Lies. I am not the Prince of Lies.
6: He'll tell you everything that's full of half truths, just enough that he might seem to be telling the truth, but with enough deception that he's not giving us any real information. It doesn't really matter, because what the hell do with him? Kill him, obviously. He's seen us.
2: Can we not have this conversation in front of him? I mean, if you want.
0: If if it does involve my life, I I would like to interject a couple of things. That
2: would be great, except... No.
0: (laughs) Okay. I will sit here politely um, with all my various knowledge and inside information that may be able to assist you in the negotiation for the terms of my release.
3: Yeah, see, that's the problem. I don't think we can do that.
0: Mm, Curious.
3: What are you searching for in here? Not you specifically, but your comrades.
0: (laughs) Don't worry. I'm not in really a position to play the the word game. Here, you understand. I, specifically myself, I am acting as guard duty. However, they are searching. I'm just watching.
3: You don't seem pleased with your post.
0: Of course, I'm not pleased with my post.
3: Who did you piss off?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Asking the real I one. had <laughs> thought I had made inroads with Corinthian Grivner. However, I seem to have been sorely mistaken.
6: Is that a name that any of us would know?
0: Grinstium Grivner, all of you would know. I was going
1: to say he sounds familiar.
0: He is the high priest of the Temple of Asmodeus.
1: (laughs) Yep, very familiar.
0: I am, how to say, underappreciated amongst my fellows. They needed someone to guard this place under service of our new Lord Mayor. I
1: like the way he's saying that.
0: I'm sorry, my hands are tied. You can't see the air quotes that I just used.
3: (laughs) A quote and quote would suffice. Yes. I think his tone was fine.
0: He decided that we would need to investigate this place. Something that he claimed from documents or some sort. I'm not entirely positive what the situation was behind it. However, he believed that it would be necessary to involve the church, the redactors in this. He said that there was untold lore. Of an extraordinarily sensitive matter
3: in hokums phantasmagorium
0: no no in the place underneath it ah what place underneath it the secret place underneath it are you are you here to rob this place
3: secret area underneath did you find it
0: yes of course we found it the lord mayor told them exactly where it was
3: i see
1: And how exactly did the Lord Man know where this supposedly secret stash of stuff is, huh?
6: He already told you in the documents he has. It's how they knew who to target during the Night of Ashes. We
3: know they have inside information. Yes, but we're trying to figure out how they got said information. He's not going to know. I didn't say he was going to know.
0: I don't know anything about inside information, no. (laughs) Other than the inside information, I'm providing you right now. He smiles.
2: I'm... This is probably not the time for tension relief, but I am totally picturing this guy as um, the dude bro executive from Die Hard, Ellis. Oh my
4: God. <laughs> yeah, oh like my God. Yes. That makes
2: me like passed, out of him out a window like, even more. I can give him to you, <laughs> flash smile. Should I continue?
3: Please.
0: I am familiar with what is going on downstairs, although I have not been allowed downstairs. Not since the others came through in the initial investigation here. I was relegated to a secondary position and I can provide you some information. However, now we've gotten to the negotiation point of this.
1: I was wondering when that was going to come up.
0: As I think I have made no doubt clear to all of you, my skills and abilities are underappreciated
2: amongst the faith here. And again, I feel all sorts of terrible about that, but your point.
3: Yeah, you're not going to garner sympathy.
2: No, I'm attempting
0: to be honest with you. That's (laughs)
4: That's
3: my Laughs. <laughs> no, wait, isn't that anathema to you? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't I mean, think it's anathema to them. We're also going be lying to each other it. constantly. It's just
5: a rage, uh, yeah, that's what I am thinking.
0: I have little love for Christian and his coterie of sycophantic worshippers. And again, as I've noted, my abilities, my skills have gone underappreciated here. I'm willing to simply shall we say, call it even, provide you the information that I have, and simply get out of your hair.
2: I would like to sense motive on that. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm.
5: Also, this means they're actively downstairs like destroying stuff, so. Probably,
1: yes.
2: Let's keep
5: that in mind, too.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: That's why I'm thinking barring this door is going to be necessary so that we can buy ourselves time to go down there and deal with that. Oh,
3: yeah. I thought you were getting a bookshelf in front of it.
1: Well, that's why. that's why I'm going and doing that. Because either there were six of them outside taking a smoke break, or there's six of them uh, down in the catacombs or whatever basement area.
6: And so you're going to break your contract with the high priest to serve as guard here and show mercy to your enemies who have killed some of your comrades by letting us live.
0: You know a great deal pertaining towards Asmodeus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love that about this guy. Some of us <laughs> did
0: go to church,
1: you know. Uh-huh. Oh, Good.
3: I figured Vittoria gives you a side eye, like, what?
0: <laughs> That's where she went to church. Technically, I did go to church as a child. Do you know what the most important, in my personal opinion, law of Asmodeus is?
5: Be smart enough not to get yourself killed?
0: <laughs> the strong rule. Ah. Uh. Obviously, you beat everyone here. That makes you a superior force. Fighting you to the death would be pointless. Also, I will point out, as far as my (laughs) contract with the Faith of the City is concerned, my contract with the Faith of the City was, technically speaking, as far as an actual role in the city's hierarchy concerned, limited as it is with the temple, signed and sealed by Lord Mayor Benelis, Mm? who, correct me if I'm wrong, is no longer the Lord Mayor of the City. I could make an argument that that would null and void elements of my contract, including my continued service inside of the city. And, of course, my faith to Asmodeus comes before my service to any one priest. Otherwise, how would I ever supersede or overthrow him, legally speaking?
1: There's always a part of me that really appreciates the mental gymnastics that you have to do as a priest of Asmodeus.
5: Adria's going to drop into Halfling and say... Okay, well, I'm going to say some words and see if he seems to know what I'm saying in this language. And then I want to make a perception check to see if he seems to understand halfling. Sure. Because we need a secret way to talk about him. Or we can talk in the open, but y'all seem opposed to that. Okay, looks clear to me. Uh,
6: Nikolo, Nikolo I think, spics, speaks halfling, but I don't think anybody... Does. does anybody else? I do. I do.
5: Oh, oh it's everyone with Chesaree.
1: Oh, that's right. Oh, no.
5: I don't have another language
2: that everyone might speak. I mean, I have Infernal, but I mean, obviously, he speaks He's that too. I don't have
6: that. Know that one. The only one that I have, it's Celestial, probably, but you know. Yeah, I don't
2: have if
0: you'd one. care to retire to the far corner, I will politely not listen.
5: Um, and then she'll say in comment, you remember that story I said about Nino? You know, I had a friend a bosun who had a Nino and hung it on his wall and thought it was real cool until it turned nighttime and it came to life and it bit him in the ankle and it was real bad. This is that situation. I was
1: going to say, you think we're in a Nino situation?
5: We're in a Nino situation and this guy's a Nino. Does
6: that make sense? I could have told you that the second we walked into this building, anyone that we encountered was going to be like that.
5: Well, sure. I mean, I'm with you, but also, you know, yeah, I mean, he'll agree to stuff. And then he'll use it as he needs to to stay stay alive next time he gets in trouble. He'll
6: use whatever loophole in the agreement that we make with him to advance his cause
5: within the church when the opportunity presents itself. He doesn't even have to keep his agreement, does he? I feel like he can just lie.
1: Keeping in mind some of the the, uh, weird legalities that he was talking about, this is a powerful bargaining chip to get a better uh, contract. That's how you do
6: it. You backstab, you betray, you find loopholes, you manipulate. Trust me,
5: I did it.
1: All right. <laughs> I imagine his ears just kind of perk up at the, I did it. It's like, huh?
5: I don't know what we do with him, but I don't think that we can just let him leave. No one here can be left alive. We had this
6: discussion we- in the back at the hideout with where we came.
3: Yes, and apparently I did not get a word in on that discussion because I am not for murdering anyone. It's because not if we murder. Yes, yes, it yes, is. It is murder.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's absolutely murder. I am tied up and defenseless here.
3: So where do we put him? That is a very good question, but the fact of the matter is, is that if we are trying to change things in this city, right now we are no better than those in charge if we are just going to murder those who oppose us. Then you can put me on
6: trial when this whole thing is over and we've won, because I'm not letting any of these people leave.
2: And that's not how
3: it works. And I'm not going to let you kill them.
6: They get out, they tell the church, they come after us, they come after our families, and it's done.
5: Where do we put them? Is he going to live in the hideout? Are we going to feed him for the next six years? What is the plan? Because the reality is we either keep him in jail, which we don't have a jail, so we make a jail with all of our folk. We can hide him somewhere. But I don't know where we're going to hide him. I don't know how the that's going to work. But if we have a plan, that's maybe okay. I don't know.
2: Things changed when some of them were knocked out. I am not going to kill a defenseless person, no matter what horrible things they may have done.
5: Okay, we have three people we have to do something with. Where are we putting them?
2: How are we handling this? We're not putting them anywhere. There's nowhere to put them. We have to let them go.
6: So they return to the church, and they tell their superiors a typhling broke in and helped kill three of our people. What happens in the devil's nursery?
2: What happens is that I beat their heads in.
3: Well, that, you can't be in the nursery all the time. I don't think that's a wise decision either. There has to be something else.
2: There is no alternative. The alternative is we murder them now, or what? There's nowhere to keep them. I will kill enemy combatants if they fight to the death. I will not murder unarmed people.
6: Then I will do it.
2: Do you really think that it matters to me one way or another who holds the knife? I cannot allow it. I don't care what your conscience says. Mine says that is not right and it will not happen. I'm not going to allow it.
3: I say for the moment we leave the gentleman here and we clear out the downstairs and then we finish it out then. We don't know what they're doing down there and we need to finish this. Okay, well, we
5: need to tie up these two others, and we need to make sure this guy's good tied, because if he can weasel out of this, he will, and he'll go straight to the nearest Datari and turn us in, because that's what he's going to do when he leaves. May may I? I don't really trust you, so anything you say isn't going to really help your Case, but
0: you can talk. I am literally, not figuratively, literally, willing to do whatever it is that means that I get to live through this. Because to be perfectly honest, anything else is moot.
6: And then, when giving us up later on saves your skin again, that's what you'll do.
0: Arguably true. However, what can I give up? Obviously, you are some sort of insurgency thing. If I haven't found you, Nox will deal with you. If you attempt to stop Nox, you're not going to be able to. The woman possesses powers beyond your kin, including the ability to disappear and reappear, as most devils do. So, good luck on stopping her regardless. Add on to the fact that the Lord Mayor has hired some investigator to deal with these issues popping up around the city. Add on to the fact that his wizard is going around and doing all sorts of whatever it was she did downstairs, binding that outsider. Mm. I think in the grand scheme of things, I may be somewhat small fry compared to exactly what you're worried about if you're going up against the might of House Throne. My initial assumption was that you were just here stealing. However, if you're attempting to impose your will against, uh, or at the very least, battle
2: will-to-will with House Throne, and you're not expecting to get bloody?
6: You're
5: exceedingly naive.
2: I think what he's saying is regardless of what we do with him, they're going to come after us. Yes, but the more information we give them, the better equipped they are to do that. What information have we given them? You're in an interesting predicament, of course, but I do
0: wish to live. What I'm arguing is that everything that you're doing your entire argument about whether or not you, you keep me in a prisoner or let me go or however that is. You're delaying the inevitable. In the here and now, I am offering you knowledge. Ergo, I am offering you power. And In exchange for that power, I am asking for freedom.
6: I don't make deals with the devil.
0: Flesh and blood.
6: Hmm. You represent the devil. I know what you've done
0: hmm, to become course. a priest. Obviously. You've made some comments and observations that leads me to believe you've Pursued a similar path. We're not so different to you and I, I suppose. I would be arguing to murder me as well. That is the Asmodean thing to do.
3: Where's the passageway downstairs?
0: You're asking me to surrender my only bargaining chip when you have not provided me any indication.
3: Then we can just
5: drag him and look for the passage. We should probably lock him in, in like a closet or something.
0: There's some storage rooms just up the way from here.
3: He did come from behind the counter.
0: Mm, yes, mm. there's a room back there. I'm happy to divulge that. Museum offices. There's some small office rooms and a storage closet back there, if you need to deposit me there. But again, you're delaying the inevitable decision of what to do with me, and sacrificing an advantage to do so.
5: Well, you kind of already told us a handful of important things you probably didn't mean to.
0: No, I meant to tell you as much as was necessary to get you interested and to reveal the fact that I have useful information, and could impart further useful information. However, of course, there's no point in me doing that if you're just going to, how to say, slit my throat, and murder me, and dump me in the river.
6: Well, we'd leave you here. Chesare is actually going to walk back
5: into the other room. I want to look at these zombies. Yeah, I mean, at this point, if we're just going to let this guy go, he's, they're going to know exactly who two of us are. And it is what it is, I guess. And we're cool with that.
1: Well, that's not also including any other evidence that we may have left on him, right? Like hair or anything like that.
3: This isn't, CSI this isn't CSI world yeah, no, That's not a thing
6: They can use it for scrying and other divinatory purposes There you go If they
2: happen to find one of our hairs Amongst all of his That seems really stretching
6: Victoria's blood's all over his weapon yeah. If we give it back to him Yep.
1: Yeah we would have had a much harder fight If he could have actually done scrying
6: That's what crystal balls and stuff are for
0: we
1: can't metagame this to death and, and try to think of every possible thing they could do because we'll just go down a rabbit hole.
0: Well, it is if you're making the argument that they have access to the crystal ball, then murdering all these people means nothing. They would just be able to contact their souls if they yeah. already have access to that level of magic.
5: No, well, they could do that.
0: I mean, it seems highly unlikely. <laughs> but...
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> highly unlikely. Quick question. So, Nicolo, you've used your rope to, which, to restrain. Yep. Uh, yep. What are y'all doing with the other two?
3: Uh, I
1: also have some rope. Uh, do I have rope? I do have rope. Uh, I don't have any
0: thievery either. Well, I mean, you could hand the rope to Nicolo. It's just whether or not Nicolo has the rope to restrain all these people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not going to take fifty full feet of rope to restrain someone. I'd make an argument you could probably do it with twenty-five if you're hog-tying someone. Okay. So you can cut her fifty feet in rope in, of rope okay. in half and uh, restrain the other two if you so wish.
3: Yeah, okay. and then I. After I hand him the rope, I figure Vittoria will go behind the counter and check these offices in the back.
2: Alright. Is Vittoria going alone or is the party going back there? I mean, I'm probably carrying most of these people because I'm...
1: I was gonna say Lucia would probably also be helping, like, carry the (laughs) unconscious bodies in.
0: Vittoria, Niccolo, Lucia, make your way back into the uh, the offices back in the back. Cesare and Adria make their way to the side. Heading back into the offices in the back, the museum offices. Lucia, Nicolo, Vittoria, between all of you, mind you, Raul, since he is wearing half plate, is obviously the heaviest of the various people here. Take the all other this
2: are... take stuff off him. It's going to be hard to do that now that I've tied him up. But... Yeah, but...
3: Yeah.
2: I mean, we can take all of his weapons off of him. Yeah. I mean, again, he's not
0: struggling. If you ask him to stand up, untie him, and strip off all of his gear, he okay. would politely I mean, do so. Yeah,
2: it'll take some time, but not that much. So, yeah, we can do that.
0: You're first going to take all of the gear off of uh, Raul which will be his plate mail, his two maces, and what else do you got on you guy? Plate mail, two maces, composite short bow, arrows. Uh, half plate, not full plate. Uh, half plate, okay. Yep, he drank his only healing potion. He's drinking our treasure. Uh, one of those maces is a regular mace, the other's a light mace. Okay.
3: Well, I think uh, Adria has one of them. Oh yeah, I just picked one up. I'm
5: not really keeping it, but uh, I just took it, so he couldn't have it.
0: Uh, checking the redactors. Uh, other than their are holy symbols. Each of them is carrying a writing set. Hmm.
1: So what is that, five writing sets?
0: Five writing sets. Okay. In case you need to draft anything or write anything.
1: <laughs> I think we're actively trying not to write things. <laughs> we're a secret society that, that does not want to leave a paper trail.
3: I mean, Victoria writes a bunch of stuff, but she writes it all in a very complex code. Yep. <laughs> As
6: the others have walked off... I cannot believe we're in the rebellion with a bunch of naive children before long half of the Church
5: of Asmodeus is going to have to see us. These, uh, it's, you know, hopeful, idealistic types. That's kind of what rebellions have. I think it comes with it. Eh, yeah, I'll just be sure
6: to always shoot the kill, as it were. He would kneel down and look at these zombies.
0: I'm a little concerned, Cesare. What? What would your brother have done? That's why you didn't shoot him previously.
6: My brother wouldn't have been involved in the rebellion to begin with.
0: Do you know that for certain? Your brother was a good man, and you're trying to be a good man.
6: Trying, and this is the Church of Asmodeus we're dealing with.
0: If it were easy, Jezere, it wouldn't be trying.
6: I didn't kill any of the Cellist citizens' group except for on that first day and I felt bad about it later.
0: Maybe this is a good thing, because now they know someone is after them.
6: That's not the good thing.
0: That was the whole point of this thing, though. They're going to know that someone's attacking them now.
6: Yes, once we're ready and have more organization and more than one hideout under a coffee shop.
0: You know the church, Jezre. They weren't just going to roll over and take this.
6: No, I just hoped it would be a little bit longer, like I said, so we could be more prepared and that my comrades wouldn't be unable to... Moral? Do what is necessary.
0: The polar opposite of the people you used to work with? She smiles a big cat smile.
5: They're young. They haven't been through it. They haven't seen the things.
0: I'm also really old. Raven raises a paw.
5: She's like six.
0: Really old. <laughs> I love That's that like her. 36 in cat years.
5: But, you know, it's good. I think, you know, there's some things to learn here. I don't love letting people go that have seen our faces and that can... Betray us to others? That's not how I would run a ship. Were I, the captain of the ship. Adria puts a, her hand on your shoulder, the one that doesn't have the cat. And it's like, sometimes people got to learn through mistakes and experience. They don't always want to listen to the old folks.
0: And sometimes Raven puts a paw on your other shoulder. <laughs> we have to be the better people. She puts a paw, like, on your, on your neck, so it's just the two of you. I don't think you know how badly... Killing another tied-up person would affect you. Oh. You're better than Fabrizio.
6: Cheseree sighs, shakes Raven's paw off his neck, and then starts to look at the clothing these noble zombies are wearing. They're nice kids. They're good people. We should all be. We can't make it through this rebellion being good people.
0: We don't deserve to succeed if we're the bad people.
5: Depends on who you have bad people to. Because to Asmodeus, people, we're always going to be the bad people.
6: The Raven, you know very well that I haven't made it to that good person thing yet.
2: <laughs> and you're getting there. Obviously, Nicola's not there. But, <laughs> um, the, the The thing that gets me is killing an unarmed prisoner is technically also a war crime. Yeah. Yeah, the tied up part is a problem. Like it is bad on multiple levels. But if he had just died in battle, that would be chill. Well, yes, if he had stood his ground and said, "Hey, I'm going to keep fighting you," that's different.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vittoria did pull her sword when he attacked her with a mace. Mm-hmm.
0: And then he surrendered. Yes.
3: Anyway, we check these dead bodies.
5: Hmm.
0: Lucia, Vittoria, Nicolo, you drag these uh these figures back into the back room. Heading back behind the bookcases, you enter into a large office. Overturned desks and scattered paperwork cover the floor of this workroom. Doors hang open along the right hand wall, three doors, and then a fourth door off towards your left hand side, leading into you're going to guess the supply room, where the other three doors look to have been offices. Each room seems to contain bedrolls, supplies, including this room as well. As if this has been the place that the redactors have actually been staying and sleeping most of the time—that they haven't actually had to rotate out with other people. Oh, weird. Avernathy Rowell nods. That's the supply room over there. Not particularly comfortable, but I suppose it's a beats the alternative. Also, there's a rat body on the far corner. A what? A rat body. They took body. the
6: mummy out of the. They took the mummy out oh, of the thing. Oh, wrapped body. A,
0: no, it does not look to be a mummified body. It looks to be a body wrapped in linens. Whose body is it? This looks to be a body wrapped in a bed sheet.
3: Oh!
0: There's just a fresh body on the far side of the room, wrapped in linens. Mm-hmm.
2: Which means probably at the very least, Victoria should be taking a look. Oh, don't, don't mind that. That's Krause.
3: Who?
0: Krause. He was investigating something in the uh, bug room and a whole bunch of spiders came out of a big spider statue in there and they just happened to have killed him before we could kill the rest of them. Oh. just haven't really been able to get his body out here without people noticing. Okay. Oh. And hadn't had the, the time or resources to raise him. Lovely. Not from the dead as a zombie. Just wanted to clarify.
3: Ah. I'm clever enough to have put the pieces together. Thank you.
2: I don't doubt it. You all seem exceptionally clever and
0: capable.
3: Shush.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, we don't need you stroking our egos here. Uh, but you do work a lot different than the Temple of Asmodeus.
3: I will gag you.
2: Very well.
1: But final word of advice before we seal you in here. Mm-hmm. You've been predicated on the idea that you could sell us out later. Let's be honest. You're probably thinking of doing it. That's predicated on the idea that they're going to believe you when half of the people you were supposed to be guarding are dead, but you're not. So food for thought about selling us out, because if I was them, I wouldn't trust a word you said.
0: Your belief system is predicated on the idea that I would wish to remain whereas I could take this as an
2: opportunity to leave.
3: Vittoria shuts the door.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Very well, I'll just- Yeah, we're not gonna get anything else else from this today, I think.
1: I really hope he just leaves the city because that would make our lives so much easier.
3: I don't know what we're doing with him yet, to be honest.
1: I mean, I understand the like pragmatic aspect of like we should leave nobody nobody alive, but
2: just feels wrong. I agree. But let's just go rejoin the others for now. We can talk more about it later. I agree. You'd walk out there basically as, uh,
0: as Adria and uh, Cesare are finishing up their conversation.
5: We've crouched next to these bodies.
0: Having finished searching the uh, the redactors, removing the equipment for all, you make your way forward, lean down. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make me a, uh, it's a society check, lore, Cantargo Chelish nobility. There is nothing of uh, value to take from them. One of you does note something of some import. Mm.
3: Um, without saying anything, Victoria is going to reach down and pull the signet rings from their fingers. <sighs> Apparently, we were too late. These are the Victor Cora signet rings. Well, these were burned bodies. I'm sure this is from the Knight of
5: Ashes just transported and here. We know
6: that they are at the. retrieved the bodies from those sites.
5: It's not surprising that they raised them as undead.
3: Yeah. I'll tell Rexus. We'll have
5: to figure out how to take care of the bodies here, but I don't have a solution for that right now.
1: No, we gotta f- focus on uh, what's underneath us right now.
5: Well, we think it has something to do with that statue of Aridem. I was
1: gonna say, we did have the statue with the eye of all the uh, Aslanti
2: letters. Yeah, we haven't found any of the um, portraits, though, that one in those frames. We'll search next time. Or, <laughs> yeah, we'll I mean, we can look around.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's possible we could maybe crack it like a safe. I mean, I don't know.
3: It'd be nice if we could find the portraits.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's unlikely that they put to open the statue,
0: do this. <laughs> I don't
3: know. It's well, probably no. like a hidden message within the pictures.
0: They wrote it on a sticky note and left it in the other room. Like, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, that would it's be right pretty nice. It's right next to the sticky though. note that says, do not turn off this light switch. <laughs> yes. You all collect yourselves. Turn. Vittoria taking the, uh, the two sad rings of metal and dropping them into her pocket. Knowing and I suppose dreading, I would imagine, the inevitable conversation she must have once you leave this place. Still, with other complications to deal with and having not actually found the devil-powered woman, Nox, that is actually in charge here, turn to continue your investigation. And we'll pick it up here next time. Also, going oh to heal herself next time because I'm
5: very yes. hurt. Next time there'll
4: be healing
0: Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Hell's Rebels is copyright 2015. Hell's Rebels and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Find the Path Ventures have converted Hell's Rebels from Pathfinder to Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Conversion notes are available to our Patreon backers at patreon.com backslash path. then pressing forward had been ambushed by one shy of a half dozen zombies, five in total, who had leaped out of you,
2: not of you, leaped
0: <laughs> out at you.
4: Yes, that took a turn. We our own skeletons. Inside each
2: of you is two zombies. <laughs>